All right, next question. I told you these were gonna be rapid fire and I was gonna come at you. And again, I'll, I'll give you another go at me, but um, I really wanna know about the Bible. Uh, what's written in the Bible? Uh, what about the Bible itself? Who wrote it? Uh, is it inspired? I hear people tell me all the time that it's inspired, that it's God's word. Uh, it, is it even good history? What makes you think it's not just a, a collection of fairy tales? Well, the Bible claims to be the Word of God, but talk is cheap. And, and I think, I would agree with you, that claim has to be supported with evidence and integrity. And I think there are really two key questions. First of all, is the Bible reliable? And, and secondly, is it inspired? Is there a difference between those two? I, I think there's a great deal of difference. A book could be reliable but not inspired. Okay. Now, uh, archaeology offers great evidence in support of the reliability of the Bible as a historical document. In the last 150 years, archaeology has piled up a tremendous amount of evidence in support of the accuracy of the Bible. And when the Bible mentions a, a time or a place or an event in history, there's tremendous correlation with archaeology. There's a famous archaeologist named Nelson Gluck who wrote that there's never been an archaeological discovery that's ever controverted a biblical reference. Uh, for instance, critics used to say, the Bible talks about the Hittites, but who ever heard of the Hittites? Well, thanks to archaeology, we now have thousands of tablets from the Hittite library. Hmm. So in the way that we're able to check it out through ancient history, archaeology, the Bible checks out. But not only that, we have so many high-quality copies that even though we don't have originals, we have a solid basis for confidence that what we have is what they wrote. I mean, how can you be sure? I mean, haven't you ever played that game where you whisper something in somebody's ear and go all the way around the room, and when it gets to the other side, it's not the same? I mean, this thing was copied for thousands of years, wasn't it? Well, we can be sure because of the quality and the quantity of the manuscript evidence that we have. Uh, for instance, the Dead Sea Scrolls, a huge discovery in archaeology, uh, that was discovered in 1947. The scrolls include a copy of every book in the Old Testament except for one. Now, the earliest previous copy that we had of the Old Testament was copied 1,500 years after some of the originals. Well, the Dead Sea Scrolls were copied only five or 600 years after those originals, and yet when we compare what's in the Dead Sea Scrolls with the manuscript that's a thousand years later, the correspondence is stunning. Scholars, in fact, in this field talk about an embarrassment of wealth for the biblical manuscripts compared with other ancient works that no one even questions. Yeah, but just because it records history accurately, and even just because it's copied with precision, what makes you think it's actually inspired by God? For one thing, the Bible has tremendous diversity in terms of its composition and authorship. It was written over a period of 1,500 years by 40 different authors in three languages on a host of different subjects, and yet there's a, a stunning harmony and unity, a, a consistent theme throughout the Bible. So it's a question of how you explain that kind of harmony and unity 
in spite of the diversity of composition and authorship? I think the answer is what the Bible claims, that there's a, a God who superintended what they wrote. All right. What's the unity of the Bible? What's the theme you keep talking about? Well, I, th I think the consistent theme throughout the Bible, cover to cover, is that there's a God who loves us, who's also perfect, that none of us ever comes close to measuring up to his requirements, that we deserve, therefore, to be separated from him, but that he loved us enough to come up with a sacrifice and make it possible for us to be forgiven. Now, the Hebrew Scriptures look forward to the coming of the Messiah, who would offer himself as the ultimate sacrifice, and the New Testament looks back on that sacrifice as the most important moment in human history. Well, I haven't gone to church in a while, but uh, I remember going to church when I was young, and I don't ever remember that theme being given before. Uh, do you have any other evidence that God inspired writers of the Bible? Yeah, here's one I think you'll find interesting, and, and that is fulfilled prophecy. There are some 70 major predictions about the first coming of the Messiah alone, many other predictions as well. And these predictions were made 500 to 1,500 years in advance, and they were fulfilled with great precision. One author explained the unlikely odds of that happening by chance this way. If you covered the state of Texas with silver dollars two feet thick, marked one of them with a blue X, shuffled them up, what would be the probability of finding the one with the blue X on the first guess? Uh, nil and none? <laughs> no way. Well, that's the same as the probability of just a handful of these prophecies being fulfilled simply by chance. It just doesn't make sense. What makes sense is that there is a God who stands outside time, who knew what was going to happen, and who told the prophets what to say. That happens to be exactly what the biblical authors claim. Now, those are just a few of the reasons why I believe that the Bible is both accurate and inspired by God.